Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Good afternoon and welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us today. Kevin Flesh also with us. Kevin, how you doing? I'm doing swell. Warmed up last hour, so I'm ready to go now. Hell yeah, you're all primed and ready. That's here. right. Kevin was on with John Rush and Drive Radio. Of course, uh, probably the longest-running car show in Colorado, if not in the country. Uh, great, great show in three hours. Everything you want to know about cars, uh, you can catch that show every week from 10 to 1 with John Rush and his crew uh, from Drive Radio. We've got a jam-packed show for you, and we're going to kick it off talking about one of Kevin's favorite things, and that's fishing with our good friend Austin Parr. Austin, how are you, bud? Austin, are you there? How are you, Kevin? Hey, there you are, Austin. (laughs) How's it going, bud? Doing well. How are you guys? We're doing good, man. Doing good. Looking out and seeing the sunshine out there a little bit. So, man, I'm glad we could catch you today. Didn't know if you'd be on the water or at the shop. Yeah, I'm down here at the store today. You know, we're getting ready for some ice fishing you know it's starting to heat up up in the high country and we're hoping for a, a change in the weather pattern for some, <laughs> some metro ice coming up here soon yeah i was just gonna say you know it's 60 degrees today we're not gonna have any ice yeah. in the metro area but is there some ice being formed up on the uh, high mountain lakes that people are fishing Abs- yeah absolutely there is north park is just locked up over the last several days um and, and up at lake john i heard this morning we've uh, are dealing with about four and a half inches of ice up there good clear solid ice um, Antero is, you know, I know a lot of people are, are itching to get out there after multiple seasons not being able to with that lake being drained. Right. Um, but I'm hearing anywhere from about two inches to four inches out there, so definitely using caution. Um, and then Terriel, that has some of the safest ice um, within range of the metro area at about six. And Terriel, you can get both trout and northerns off, off of that uh, ice, right? Absolutely you can. You know, you can go out and set out a tip-up at range a little ways away from you. Um, you know, be digging for some trout and have opportunities at, at good-sized fish of both species. So, Austin, let's talk about, so when when we get the first ice, what is it? I've always heard that sometimes your best fishing is both uh, once the ice is formed, so early in the season, and then late in the season, just before it's uh, coming off of the water and, and we get back to regular fishing. Let's talk about the early ice season and why it is important to get out there and be safe, obviously, but why you have some real good opportunities this time of year. Yeah, I mean, your oxygen content in your water is still high at this point. You've been dealing with a lot of wind right before the ice is formed, um, so those fish are, are, are sensing that winter's coming on, and as soon as that ice comes, they're really heavily feeding. Um, and then as it kind of progresses, you'll actually get what we kind of call scale fish um, into the late January, early February kind of time. Um, you know, your, your numbers of fish aren't quite as, as good there. Um, and it, it just becomes more difficult. So the, the early season ice is, is honestly one of the times of year for all fishing that can lead to the best numbers of fish um, out there. I mean, that early trout bite is just absolutely fantastic. And, and lakes like Lake John up in North Park and even sliding down to South Park or even Middle Park once we get some good ice out there, you know, we're going to be dealing with fantastic, fantastic fishing for the next several weeks. All right, so before people get too excited about going out there, let's talk a little bit about the safety concerns, about what you should be doing this time of year and making sure as you're walking out there you're not swimming back to shore. You know, definitely early season, taking a peek at the weather conditions is always going to be crucial. You know, we, we're dealing with anywhere from two to four inches on Antero, and, you know, you're on the cusp of 
you know, good, solid, safe conditions. But what you're dealing with right now is the fact that today we just looked at it on the weather and it's going to be about 50 degrees up there in South Park um, with a predicted about 20-mile-an-hour wind. So Oof. if you have an edge that winds up opening up, it can really eat that ice pretty bad going across there. So definitely utilizing caution and not just looking at other people out there and considering it, considering it as safe. I mean, those people may be being unsafe. So early ice, I'm always packing a spud bar with me and having a, a at least an inflatable life jacket over my shoulder so I can make my way out. Inflatable hitting with that spud bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never gone through the ice, nor do I ever plan to. So, you know, making sure you have that heavy spud bar to walk out in front of you and, and giving some some good solid hits on that ice to make sure it's not just dropping through. But, you know, although you you are dealing with some thin ice, the, the early season, I, I much prefer thin ice in the early season rather than late season. You know, it, it's building up and, and it's clear, and, and that's the other thing to always look for is making sure that your ice does have a, a good clear color to it, particularly if you're out there on four or six inches, and that can be really safe. But if you have ice that's melted and formed, um, you know, past that, you'll kind of get a little bit of a honeycomb look to it. So if you're dealing with four inches of, of milky ice, definitely something to stay away from. And, and there's nothing like bringing a fish in when you have that clear ice when you can really see them through the ice. And there's sure something pretty neat. special about that. Absolutely. And not only the clear ice, but, you know, especially when we're dealing with these, uh, you know, early ice conditions, a lot of these fish are going to be in anywhere from, from like four to ten feet of water. And when you incorporate a shack out there, you can actually look down the hole and watch your fish eat your jig. So it's a, a very visual uh, element wow. is added to it in the early season. So, you know, we, a lot of people don't realize that, and that's one of the things we really look forward to each year. So let's let's also talk about then once you're safely out on the ice, the sort of uh, what you're recommending this time of year to, to try to find fish, and then once you find them, uh, what what you're doing to get them to bite and get them up on top of the ice. Absolutely. So, you know, just like any other time of year, structure is important. Now, trout in general are a bit more of a pelagic fish, which means that they just kind of roam around rather than physically sitting on one specific set of structure points. But with that being said, you can get in an area that will guide your fish, uh, fish that are roaming. So, for instance, a nice weed edge or a point that is having fish that's getting pushed out off of the edge of that are all good places to start. So, you know, if you're talking about North Park, you have weed edges in all of those lakes and some points in a number of them as well. So you're able to actually combine the two. And when I'm actually looking for, you know, for the first spot of the day, I'm going to try and get right on that weed edge. I'll start by drilling fairly close to shore and working my way out with my electronics until I can find where that weed edge ends. And then right in those general spots, you can set up along those edges and have good success. But then once I feel like I'm on fish, a lot of times I'm going to incorporate jigging a bait and then what's called dead sticking as well. So on my jig bait, I'm either going to incorporate a soft plastic that's going to have some motion on a tail or maybe a spoon if I'm not feeling like there's a huge concentration of fish in the area. And that flashy spoon will actually draw fish in. Now, when you, when you get those fish drawn in, they won't always eat that bait that's moving. So sitting a rod right next to you um, with a little spring bobber on the tip or even a float that's actually sitting on the water itself to be able to detect light, light bites is crucial. But I'll set a little bait like a rat pinky from Custom Jigs and Spins or even a larvae jig from VMC, making sure to tip both of them with either a waxworm or a mealworm. But positioning that secondary bait at six or eight inches off the bottom can really pick up a lot of fish. So Austin, Austin Parr is our guest. He's with Discount Fishing Tackle. And by the way, if you'd like to reach Austin, talk with him personally, uh, set up a trip. Now, um, as far as people just wanting to get started in this, now you guys do some seminars uh, there at the store. Have those started yet for ice fishing? Certainly, yes. We're actually going to be starting those 
um, today at 4 o'clock down here, but then continuing on every Saturday down here at 4, we'll have a generic Ice Fishing 101 class. Mm -hmm. But then also we're going to be scheduling some that we don't quite have on the books yet, but we will be um, doing some some little bit more in-depth ice fishing, especially as we start to get some good solid ice in the metro area. We'll be doing a a variety of walleye seminars down at the shop as well. All right. You can reach Austin at 303-514-5546. And, of course, Discount Fishing Tackle is 2645 South Santa Fe Drive. Now, in your starter kit, if somebody goes, hey, I'd like to start getting ice fishing, besides a heater and a recliner, <laughs> what else do you need? You know, that's one of the nice things about ice fishing is that, you know, you can really get into it for a fairly economical price. You know, a couple of rods and a pack of jigs, along with a hand auger and even a shack, you can get into it for, for you know, under $500 um, at the very most. Oh, okay. So, you know, even someone that just wants to get out there and, and, and just get after it, you can get a couple of rods and a hand auger for under $100 even. And we have all of those options down here. But the other thing about it is that especially once you determine that it's very safe ice, um, it's a very kid-friendly thing. You know, you incorporate a shelter that, that, and maybe even a heater, like you mentioned, um, inside of the shelter. It's very comfortable conditions, and it's high action. So if you're looking to get an angler out there and just get started, you know, they can go play in the snow a little bit and have a lot of a lot of chances at, at very good success. Right. And you mentioned safety. I mean, boy, you think about kids or and pets. You see a lot of people take their dogs oh, yeah. and all that, man. Be extra careful yeah absolutely i mean it's it's crucial and you know not like i said not just listening to reports and 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 not just looking that people are out there and and determining if they're actually physically going out there and and utilizing ropes and 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 ice picks around your your neck and 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 life jackets especially to incorporate that sled bar you know working your way out and making sure you're safe before you really venture out and take all your equipment is, is absolutely vital right now, you're doing an I, uh, the ISC, International Sportsman's Expo, which is this year, January 11th through the 14th. Hope you're making your plans to uh, be there. And we will be getting some uh, tickets that we'll be giving away uh, here on the show here probably in the next week or so. But Austin's going to be doing a seminar there. Tell us what you're going to be talking about. Absolutely. So I'm going to be focusing on soft plastics. So my presentation is titled Back to Basics, Plastics for Trout While I Am Back. So we're going to be talking about all the different things that you're going to want to try and look to when you're trying to catch these fish on soft plastics. And that's really one of the, the most effective ways to catch all three of those species. So I'm going to be going in depth on, on what lures to use, rods, um, and even where to find these fish. Um, you know, similar to what we talked about last year, but we're going to be just switching it up a little bit. And instead of talking about the, the heavy metal, we'll be talking about the, the soft plastics. And even this time of year, you're still using soft plastics through the ice as well. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you can wind up incorporating soft plastics 365 days a year. So whether or not you wanted to go out and take advantage of a nice warm day and hit your local bass pond, or if you were heading up into the high country on open water or ice fishing, you're going to be incorporating soft plastics this time of year. Okay, good deal. Any kind of little discount we can throw out there for folks that may want to come over this week? Absolutely. So whether or not you're going to be coming this week or even mentioning coming to the ISD show, mentioning you were you heard us on Sportsman of Colorado, and we'll get you 15% off anything in the store. All right. Well, Austin, hey, man, we appreciate it. And, um, Kevin, we got to get out. Said I know. We've Austin. been saying that for a couple of years. <laughs> Maybe ice fishing is more our speed, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Let's head out. It's a great time. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll have Scott go out with the spud bar to begin with. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, give Austin a call, 303-514-5546. Now, when we come back, we had to uh, pre-tape this next interview that we did um, in all transparency here. Um, Josh Williams from Ducks Unlimited. And, uh 
We have a seminar, um, I'm sorry, a expo, really, a Sportsman's Boat and Expo. That's February 23rd through the 25th. And uh, Josh and uh, his crew from Ducks Unlimited did a nice um, donation there. And we're going to tell you a little bit about DU. So right after this break, we'll be talking with Josh with uh, Ducks Unlimited. We'll be right back. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, we believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. And because we know that your pet will have many different needs throughout its life, we offer complete pet care services every day, all at one location. Whether your furry friend needs a checkup, advanced medical care, surgery, boarding, grooming, obedience training, food, care products, or toys, we are here for your pet seven days a week. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, we know that you want the very best for your pet which is why you can count on us to provide top-notch care in everything we do. We are certified with the highest rankings by the American Animal Hospital Association and hold a gold star rating with the Better Business Bureau. You and your pet can visit us Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. We are located at 8681 East Lincoln Avenue in Lone Tree. Learn more about us by visiting our website at LoneTreeVet.com or just give us a call at 303-708-8050. Okay, turn here. Well, watch it. Watch it. During the moment when you're in a serious car accident, you aren't thinking about who's at fault. Oh no, what if I never hear my kids laugh again? <laughs> you're not thinking about hospital bills or insurance claims. What if I never hear my husband say I love you again? I changed your oil. And you're not thinking about police reports or who your lawyer should be. I never thought this would happen to me. In the split second when you're in a car accident, you're thinking about the most important things in life. When you've been in an accident, call Kevin Flesh of Flesh Law at 303-806-8886. Kevin will help you determine who's at fault, what to say to the insurance company, and who will help pay for your hospital bills so you can get back to thinking about the important things. That's Kevin Flesh of Flesh Law at 303-806-8886. Lynn Lyle Chevrolet is having its year-end clearance sale on all new 2017 Chevrolets. Other Chevy dealers are offering 20% off. We're going to top that. We're offering 30% off on new Chevrolets. Lynn Lyle Chevrolet, I-225 in East Colfax or on the web at lynnlylechevy.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, my name is Scott Watley. We appreciate you being with us. We're going to go to the phones now, talk to Josh Williams. Josh is the regional director in eastern Colorado for DU, Ducks Unlimited, one of our favorite groups. Josh, how are you, sir? Doing well, Scott. You? Hey, man, I'm doing great, doing great, and uh, getting pretty excited here for our upcoming show. Uh, still couple months away, but the Colorado Springs Sportsman and Boat Expo. This is February the 23rd through the 25th, and uh, you'll be hearing a lot more about this on the show. Of course, we have the ISE show, International Sportsman's Expo, coming up here in January in Denver. But this is going to be a great show in the Colorado Springs area. And again, this is for um, outdoor things, um, as far as all the hunting, fishing, all the things like that, and a great boat expo February 23rd through the 25th. And uh, Ducks Unlimited has made a, a great donation for us, which we'll get into. But also, we just want to bring the fact all Ducks Unlimited does and all their conservation programs. And so I want to get Josh on to talk a little bit about that. So, 
Josh, first of all, man, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with DU. Well, I'm a wildlife biologist by trade, Scott, um, but a longtime volunteer and just became more and more involved because of the mission of wetland conservation and ultimately ended up coming to work for DU about six years ago. Wow. What Good job. Good job to have. <laughs> so. Yeah. Talk about all that, you know, um, Ducks Unlimited does. I mean, boy, you know, we all hear the word conservation and all the different programs, but take us a little bit more in depth in that and what all that includes. You bet. I mentioned our mission, and that's conserving, restoring, and managing wetlands. Um, That title, Ducks Unlimited, sounds pretty specific, but we are a, a habitat organization that focuses strictly on wetlands and those surrounding uplands. Uh, our, our conservation projects that stretch through Canada, the United States, and Mexico, you know, benefit over roughly 900 species. So uh, it, the title says Ducks Unlimited, but, man, we, uh, we sure do a lot, of, a lot of great things for all sorts of wildlife. Right. And, you know, a big part of this, too, is, um, you know, working, of course, with the whole government side of things with lands, but also working with, uh, you know, just landowners and all, right? Absolutely. We work with uh, private landowners and state and federal agencies across the country. Uh, You know, interestingly enough, we're in in our 80th year of of Ducks Unlimited as an organization and been conserving ground for 80 years now. So just kind of capping that off. But hitting that 14 million acres, you know, directly impacted is is something that we like to hang our hat on right now. And that's, that's certainly certainly looking forward and, and continuing to do great things so hope, hopefully hit 15 here in the next couple of years so well sure what has the um the season been like so far just with waterfowl hunting around the state from what you've heard and um what are we going to be looking like here over these next couple of months yeah well the next couple of months provided we're not just totally locked up uh, are looking pretty good you know uh the best time to be a waterfowl enthusiast is right now mm-hmm. uh, you know, we've got the highest level of, of bird numbers that we've ever had, you know, in history. Uh, so, and, and we've been fairly mild for the most part weather-wise up north. So uh, there's still a lot of birds that yet to come down. So both in both consumptive and non-consumptive users of that waterfowl resource certainly have, uh, have some birds coming down. Right. Josh Williams is our guest. Again, Josh is the regional director for Eastern Colorado for Ducks Unlimited. You know, here's I was talking with some guys the other day. Some, uh, somebody posted on Facebook a picture of a duck they'd shot, and they were asking everyone what they thought it was. And I was like, wow, that's really not a good time to ask what kind of duck you shot after you already <laughs> shot it. But um, what is the best way? Because, I mean, you know, I mean, we always say, hey, we're going to go duck hunt. But, man, there's a lot of different uh, species out there and types and different limits, all the different things. What is the best way for maybe someone just getting into waterfowl? What's the best way for them to study, you know, uh, the different types of ducks that may be here in Colorado? Yep, it's uh, the, the easiest way is to get out in the field. And, and like you said, you know, identification should come before the bird is in hand. <laughs> uh, but on, honestly, when I started duck hunting, Scott, I think I'd spent more four hours that first year in the boat just watching, learning, uh, than I did shooting. So uh, as with any sport, uh, you know, there's there's different levels of, of hunters, and uh, I think you got to put in some time, 
you know, to, to understand the, the critters that you're trying to chase before you're actually starting to pull the trigger. So Absolutely. Uh, the, probably one of the most difficult things that I've been around you know, with regards to waterfowl is, like you said, kind of that barrier to entry. You know, it takes decoys, it takes the waders, it takes a lot of those things that not a lot of other, uh, you know, other activities would require. So, um, you know, we do, we're all guilty of it at some level at, you know, trying to push youth and mentor programs, but honestly the best way to continue to garner some appreciation for the thing that we all love in waterfowl hunting is, is, you know, taking those kids out there and showing them the right way to do it. So that's, that's probably the best youth program anyone can, any, anyone can offer is, is just getting a kid outdoors and teaching them firsthand. Sure, no, and I mean, that's always a great thing. I, I believe they refer to those as green wings and uh, the organization, and uh, boy, it is a great thing. A lot of banquets we attend here around the Denver area. It's always great to see the, the kids get involved. So let's talk about memberships a little bit. You know, I mean, I always tell people, boy, if we figure out what we spend every month in a Starbucks or something, we could join about every good conservation organization around. But I believe it's $35, you know, for an adult and all to join this. But um Talk about, you know, again, what all that money goes for a little bit and for people to become a member and how they do it. You bet. There's there's a ton of options to become a member anymore, Scott. Uh, our membership, you're correct, is $35 for an adult. Um, it's $20 for our youth membership. So um, we've got roughly 750,000 members across the country right now, wow. of which, you know, specific to Colorado, our, our membership's almost 10,000. So. It's a growing membership even in the state of Colorado, which really isn't considered a big waterfowl state when you tally it up next to some of the others like uh, Arkansas, Tennessee, Louisiana, things like that. But, uh, you know, that membership uh, can be attained by purchasing it online. A lot of guys do it online because there are some other incentives that are thrown in, whether it's a duck call or a wee sweater or whatever. But Probably the most common is a common way to, is to become a member by attending your local DU event. Um, there's events all over the state uh, of Colorado, and, and uh, you know it's it's usually anywhere from $35 to $65 to attend those events. It's a great meal. It's a fun evening with folks that uh, share a lot of the same beliefs that you do. So yeah, absolutely. No, they're a lot of fun. We're uh, heavily involved with quite a few of them, especially the Highlands Ranch chapter. Uh, here and boy, always a great time. I think last year they had um, a governor's moose tag at that one, and uh, I can't remember exactly what it went for, but it it was a boatload of money, as we would say in Texas, <laughs> and uh, really good to help out the organization. Again, uh, one thing we also want to bring up is the Colorado Springs Sportsman and Boat Show. This is February 23rd through the 25th. That's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It is now called the Reality. Um, event Center. This is formerly the Colorado Springs Event Center at 3960 Palmer Park Boulevard at Academy. And uh, if you would like more information about that, maybe you're in, the, you're in the outdoor industry and you would like to maybe check out getting a booth there, you can call Jennifer at 816-676-1200. That's 816-676-1200. You can get in touch with us here at Sportsman Colorado and we can get you hooked up too. But again, this is going to be a great show. Uh, really just getting some great outfitters and all and uh, boat boat folks there and uh, get you involved with the outdoors a little bit more. Now, you guys have made a, a, a nice donation there. Talk about a little bit what you're doing there for the Sportsman's Expo. 
Yeah, we're always excited about the opportunities to get in front of the sportsmen, the guys that, you know, enjoy enjoy the recreation time during the winter months. And, and you know, quite honestly, our, our volunteers and members are some of the folks that are paving the way, as, as, as has been for the last hundred years. Sportsmen are paving the way for, for the conservation world. So, um, you know, our donation was a small small donation it's a great opportunity for for us to to put some waterfowling merchandise in front of some some of the folks that we hold pretty dear and are looking really forward to getting in front of uh you know some colorado springs and colorado outdoorsmen right and you know you mentioned volunteers we can touch on that real quick you know check out and i believe it's just ducks.org for the website there but check around and you know in in your state uh, again we reach wyoming and nebraska and some other areas too um but Check around in your state, see what's going on there, because I'm telling you, we, we couldn't do uh, what we do in conservation, whether it be Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, Pheasant Forever, Ducks Unlimited, whatever, uh, you know, without volunteers. So you can always use those at banquets and things especially, right? Absolutely. I mean, the the gas that drives the conservation machine with Ducks Unlimited is is the volunteers. So without volunteers on the local level to organize, and hold our fundraising events, there is absolutely no way that you could do the great work that it does. So uh, as you mentioned, ducks.org is is the landing page for the national level, and you can hone in on your state specifics to find contacts and uh, contacts within the state and then even contacts within your local area and that local chapter. So any interest there? Check them out, and we'll be in touch. Sure. Um, now, you, you had a special event I think you wanted to talk about for a minute. Absolutely, you know, uh, one of the one of the big events, and like I said, achieving a membership through our events is uh, probably the most likely way people are, are becoming members of Ducks Unlimited. We've got a big big event coming up. It's later in April. Uh, it's a sixty gun raffle. It's a it's a very very exciting and energetic event. It's a afternoon. It, it'll be the third weekend in April on Saturday. And uh, it, interestingly enough, there's one going on right now in Colorado. Uh, up at Fort Collins at the Outlet Mall. So anybody that's uh, able to get up there and go check that out, it's a big 60-gun raffle. You can get your membership through that through these raffles. So um, go check those out. The other one is our calendar raffle. It's a it's a 52-gun raffle that we're doing right now. Uh, so some great opportunities to achieve your membership and and get in on a lot of guns too. So yeah, um, but absolutely. That, that April event that we'll have is going to be down there in Colorado Springs and be a great opportunity to come out, enjoy a, a cold refreshment and have an opportunity at, uh, at a lot of guns. So absolutely. Well, Josh, Hey man, we appreciate it. Thanks for, you know, all you guys do. And I know this takes a lot of time. And so it's really got to be a passion for, you know, for you as well. So thanks for all you do. And we'll get you guys back on again, uh, to talk about all this stuff. And, um, as we go through the, uh, winter here in uh, first quarter and uh, get you back on and do all we can to support everything. So we appreciate it. You bet, Scott. I appreciate the opportunity and thank you for your guys' support. All right. We appreciate you coming on. Josh Williams, again, Regional Director for Eastern Colorado Ducks Unlimited. Once again, Colorado Springs Sportsman and Boat Expo, February 23rd through the 25th. That's a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and you'll be hearing more about that. And, again, if you're in the outdoors industry and you would like to possibly get a booth for that or get more information, you can call Jennifer at 816-676-1200. You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado. we got to take a break, and we'll be back with more right after this. 
This is Red Merrill for Phoenix Weaponry. Phoenix Weaponry is a weapon manufacturer that services the firearm enthusiast. From precision ARs to suppressors, Phoenix Weaponry can make your dreams come true. Phoenix Weaponry is a full-service gun shop that offers gunsmithing, coding, and modifications to your own weapon. Phoenix Weaponry, family-owned and operated right here in Colorado. If you can dream it, Phoenix Weaponry can build it. Call today, 720-340-2496. Again, that's 720-340-2496. Or visit their website, phoenixweaponry.com. Mention Sportsman of Colorado and receive 10% off your custom-built weapon. Now is a great time to get your furnace inspected. Littleton Heating and Air Conditioning is proud of their 45 years of HVAC service to Littleton, Highlands Ranch, and Denver metro area. Littleton Heating and Air Conditioning is your Lennox and Carrier expert heating and air conditioning contractor. They are proud to offer the finest heating, air conditioning, and indoor air quality products with prompt and professional customer service and satisfaction. Call today and mention Haystack Help Radio and save $25 off any repairs or $100 off your furnace installation. Call 303-798-3880. That's 303-798-3880 for your appointment today. Littleton Heating and Air, A-plus members of the Better Business Bureau and official Haystack Help registered company. This is Scott Watley for my friends at Rampart Firearms in Sedalia. This is a great store, family owned and operated. They buy, sell, trade, and consign firearms. You will find a great selection of new and pre-owned handguns, shotguns, and rifles. If you can't find the gun you want, Rampart Firearms will special order your gun at no extra cost. Found a gun on the internet? Rampart Firearms will do one firearm transfer and the background check for only $10 if you mention Sportsman of Colorado. Rampart Firearms, 720-468-0050. That's 720-468-0050. Located at Highway 67 in Santa Fe in Sedalia. Rampart Firearms opens seven days a week. 720-468-0050. Need a new pickup? Lynn Lyle Chevrolet is having a Silverado year-end clearance sale. With Silverado starting at just $26.9, Lynn Lyle Chevrolet always has the lowest prices. Lynn Lyle Chevrolet, I-225 in East Colfax or on the web at lynnlylechevy.com. Dana Lash, 10 o'clock tonight on The Source, KLZ 560 AM and 100.7 FM. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. If you're just joining us, my name is Scott Watley along with Kevin Flesh. We're going to go to the phones now, talk to Mike Jensen. Mike is the owner and CEO of German Precision Optics. And uh, you can check out their website at gpo-usa.com. Mike, how are you, sir? I'm good. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing great. Got my buddy Kevin Flesh in here with us, too. So we're going to both throw a lot of questions at you here with optics. But uh, let's just start out a little bit. Tell a little bit about yourself, your background, and then uh, we'll get into your company. Yeah, I mean, I've been in the industry and I've been in the outdoors basically since I could crawl. I got my first first job in a, on a gun shop floor. It was a family business. Um, I started selling the Coke machine at five years old, and I've been working in the gun business ever since. Um, so, yeah, for a lot of years, I was in a family business. We had a big retail shooting sports business in Arizona, uh, multiple locations. Um, uh, the company's name was called Jensen's Custom Ammunition. Anybody from the Southwest would probably probably know that name. Uh, or I should say right. Arizona or Southern Arizona would know it. Um, 
But, uh, you know, I stayed in a family business for a lot of years. It was a retail, wholesale, law enforcement distribution company. Then in the, um, in the uh, late 90s, I decided to spread my wings, and I took a job as national sales manager for Swarovski Optic. And at that time, Swarovski was kind of an unknown brand. So I was there for eight years, um, kind of uh, leading a segment of the charge to get that brand where it is. Um, I spent eight years at Swarovski. Remington hired me away as vice president of sales, so I spent six years with Remington running all of those brands. Okay. And and then some years later, um, Zeiss Sports Optics, they hired me away to be the president of the North American operation and um, couldn't pass up a captain's chair seat like that. So I went and ran the Zeiss business for five years. And about a year and a half ago, we decided to break away and start our own company. Uh, this company's name is German Precision Optics, otherwise known as GPO USA. And I partnered with a former CEO of Zeiss Global um, Optic Organization. So he's my European partner, and I run the North American market, and uh, we are building top-shelf European quality products. And and with the with the production network that we know, the global production network that we know so well, we're able to get this done at those quality levels at substantially better pricing uh, for for the American market. So that's kind of what uh, what we're doing here. Wow. The company just went live company just went live as of January. So we're growing by leaps and bounds right now. Well, I tell you and again, I love to be very transparent here on the show and uh, you know, I actually saw a video of yours on Facebook and um, and boy, it did not take long to figure out you knew 100% of what you were talking about. Kevin, it's always good when you see a video about something you go, that guy knows what he's talking about. It is absolutely. And and you know the yeah, I just bought a pair of binoculars. We were talking in show prep today, and and all the things I learned from someone really basically reading the box to me. I mean, <laughs> when somebody somebody knows what they're talking about, like you do. I mean, you, you just told us about a variety of things in your background that would clearly lead you to not only leading a company about like this, but really understanding what the quality of the product and how important that is, especially in optics. Yeah, when we started this venture, um, you know, we looked at each other and I said, listen, I, I can work for many different companies in the industry, but if we do this, I absolutely must make sure that we're bringing top shelf products to the marketplace because that's what that's that's part of my DNA. <laughs> that was my DNA when I was at Swarovski and that was my DNA when I was leading the charge at Remington. Um, and the same thing was ICE. I don't I, I we certainly didn't want to do this Um with a tier two product quality level. And even if you look at our, what we call our entry premium price class, and these are rifle scopes and binoculars that start at the $300 price mark. Um, anything in our price class. So if it's a $300 rifle scope, if it's a $700 rifle scope, or if it's an $1,800 rifle scope, anything in our price classes, we are either better in quality and better in features for similar or better prices, or we are similar in features for far better prices. So those are the two angles mm -hmm. we're at. And when the consumer picks it up and sees it, the followings that we have, the people who are using it, um, the amount of people running around endorsing this brand simply because of the amount of money they can keep in their pockets, they no longer have to spend exorbitant fees for, um, for a brand name if they're looking for 
something really good. Sure. Mike Jensen is our guest. Mike is the owner and CEO of German Precision Optics. And again, I highly recommend you check out his website, uh, gpo-usa.com. And, you know, I was telling you before the show, and Kevin just explained it, we go to some of the, the big box stores, and while there's some great people in some of these stores, you're, I'm finding that more and more of the knowledge of day-to-day use on things, whether it be fishing equipment, hunting equipment, you know, scopes, binoculars, whatever the case may be, they are really not trained in it, and they really don't know. And so, I mean, to have someone um, like you that has all this knowledge is excellent, but Let's start out for maybe those listening today and they think, hey, it's Christmas time, really. I'm thinking about getting a set of binoculars or, you know, spotting scope, whatever the case may be, new rifle scope. Let's go through some of the just basic things that you would say, okay, you want a pair of binoculars? Here's what you need to look for. Or here are the questions that they should ask you. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, one second, please. I apologize here. No problem. Okay, I'm sorry. I had an alarm set to talk today, and the alarm's ringing over the top of the phone. Here. No problem, no problem. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the first question that I ask a consumer when he says, hey, I'm looking for a pair of binoculars or I'm looking for a rifle scope, the first real question out, out of the gate has got to be, what's your budget? Because you can show if a customer, they, they have a feeling of how much money they want to spend. They want to spend $300, $500, $1,000, or they're going to answer by something pretty good or something really good. Um, so it's, if you can get a grasp of what somebody's willing to spend, once they are willing to spend that, the next step has to be, okay, well, for those dollars, how can you buy the most bang for your buck? What are you looking for? What, what are you hunting? Uh, what are you shooting? Is a, are you a long-range shooter? Are you a tactical gun guy that wants a kind of a you know, close-quarter battle scope? Or um, you know, are, you're looking for a good pair of binoculars because you're hunting in low light or long distance? So you start to ask some probing questions on right. what are they using it for, how much money they're willing to spend, and then you can start to zero in on, oh, okay, okay. You're hunting in the Western United States. You're looking for higher magnification, more than likely, for for a binocular, for example. Oh, use binoculars on a tripod. You're really looking for higher magnification. You know, let it, let us recommend this or that to you. So, the key questions have to be to get a grasp of what the person's looking for, because there's so many binoculars on a market, and there's <laughs> no. crazy so many rifle scopes on a market. Mm-hmm. And I and I, and the problem is is Consumers are buying a rifle scope, and they're spending hard-earned money for it. Um, and they're buying a scope that doesn't fit their application, doesn't give them the advantages in the field to be successful. Um, beatier the reticle, or beatier the size of the scope, or the magnification of the scope. So there, there's so many options out there. If if we identify exactly what the use is. Right. Then you can make sure that guy's got the right rifle scope or binocular for his use. Right. And your lineup right now basically consists of the binoculars and rifle scopes, correct? Yeah, that's correct. We got two categories of binoculars. We have a category of binoculars called EDs. Um, ED stands for extra low dispersion. It's a lens quality. It's an optical quality. But this is our entry price point binocular. And entry for us is not a $99 Walmart entry, just so everybody understands. Right. Entry for us starts starts at $379. Okay. Um, so that category goes from about $400 to about $600, the ED line. 
Then we've built what we call, you know, it was really an industry-leading top-shelf, super-premium binocular line called the Passion HD line. So all of our hunting products are coined with the term passion because we're passionate about what we do and the consumers are passionate about what they do. Um, so all of our hunting products are coined passion. Then we put a, a, a term behind that to identify what it is. So that passion ED binoculars, um, 400 to $500. And then the passion HD binoculars started about $1,000 to $1,300. Okay. Now, people say, oh my God, $1,000 for a pair of binoculars. It's crazy. But these binoculars, for example, our 10 by 42 HD binoculars are competing against other brands, technically and optically, in the $1,700 plus price point category. I mean, they're really, really that good. Wow. So, you know, if you're buying one of those premium brands um, and you know, you, you understand the value of a dollar, like 99% of us really, really do. Cause we all work hard for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're buying, you know, buy the best quality you can afford. Um, but you, you got to keep in mind if you're brand loyal, absolutely go buy your favorite brand. There's a lot of oil men out in Southern Texas and there's a lot of orthopedic surgeons with really, really fat bank accounts and an extra thousand or dollars or two doesn't matter. But for us guys who really work hard to earn our money, um, uh, honestly, you know, keeping seven hundred to a thousand dollars in your pocket and your matching optical quality, your matching warranty um, performance, um, plus you know you're buying it from a company with really lead executives that have been in this sure. segment f- for a long, long time. Yep. No, and that, that's now, on the right- key right there to me too. That's huge. <laughs> Right, and especially when yeah. you know that that you'll back up the product as well. You're talking about lifetime guarantees and warranties relating to the glass and everything relating to these particular binoculars. Yeah, and our our warranty is aggressive too. We we have trademarked spectacular lifetime warranty for a reason, and we consider it spectacular because if that product's not working, if it's not functioning for any reason, as we say, be it our fault that something wasn't you know built correctly and it freezes in the field like it shouldn't, or you know, um, a lightweight Magnum shakes it loose for some reason. We repair or replace it for free forever. Or if you're carrying your rifle up the, the, the hill and the sling breaks and, you you know, you blow out the objective lens or you break, break the tube or the binoculars fall off the back of the truck, we will repair or replace that product for free, no charge wow. um, for, li- for life also. So, you know, you're, you're spending $1,000 on an item or in many cases – for $500, which is a ton of money to a lot of people. I get it. Um, listen, you shouldn't be nickeled and dimed to have something like that serviced, repaired, or replaced. Right. Absolutely. Uh, Mike, do you have time to hang with us just do a short commercial break, and we'll come back and visit a few more minutes? Absolutely. Okay. Mike Jensen is with us, owner and CEO, German Precision Optics. And, um, again, I'm, I'm being as transparent as I can be. I saw this on Facebook, saw Mike doing a video um, and if you check that out, you can go to their page on Facebook as well. I uh, highly recommend you do so. You will see why uh, I wanted to get him on today. And uh, I can't wait to kind of look through a pair of these <laughs> ways describing, Kevin. Um, but anyway, we're going to take a short break, and Mike's going to join us right back. You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado. We'll be right back. 
Need a place to send in your rifle for the upcoming hunting season? Let me tell you about the official shooting range of Sportsman of Colorado, Blue Core Shooting Center. Open Mondays, 10 to 6 p.m. and Tuesday through Friday, 10 to 8. And for your convenience, Saturday and Sunday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Blue Core offers the only 100-yard indoor range in Denver. Become a member for only $35 per month, and you can shoot an unlimited amount with no lane fees. With your membership, there's no waiting your turn. You can reserve a lane online. Blue Core Shooting Center is even climate-controlled for your comfort. Blue Core Shooting Center, 7860 West Jewel Avenue in Lakewood. Tell them Sportsman of Colorado sent you. Hi, this is Scott Watley. Let me tell you what I love about Stack Optical. They are truly one of the last optician-owned, family-owned optical stores. At Stack Optical, you can be confident you'll receive personal attention. For over 50 years, Alan Stack has shown he really cares about making his customers happy. Stack Optical also has a beautiful new location at 2233 South Monaco Parkway in Denver. Free and easy, up-close parking. Stack Optical has an on-site eyeglass production lab. Whether you need office eyewear or a new set of shooting or golf glasses, Stack Optical has the solution with the Stack Sport Pack. Give them a call today and ask for their $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. That's 303-321-1578. Your eyes and vision are one of the most important things in life. I'm confident at Stack Optical you'll see the difference. That's 303-321-1578, stackoptical.com. If you're looking for great deals on outdoor equipment and clothing, we've got you covered. Hi, this is Bill Paddock, owner of the Outdoorsman's Attic, your outdoor gear consignment headquarters. You'll save 20, 30, 40, even 50% on previously owned outdoor gear for the fisherman, hunter, and camper. We also sell live bait, firearms, and ammo. If you're doing a little spring cleaning, bring in your gear to the Outdoorsman's Attic. We'll sell it for you and put cash in your pocket. You can also pick up your hunting and fishing licenses right here at the store. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor gear needs is the Outdoorsman's Attic, located at 2650 West Hampton Avenue in Sheridan, Colorado. 303-781-3626. That's 303-781-3626. Or visit us online at outdoorsmansattic.com. Mention Sportsman's of Colorado and receive 20% off all your outdoor clothing. Snow's coming, and at Lynn Lyle Chevrolet, we have over 150 pre-owned trucks and SUVs on sale right now. We made a special purchase, and we'll wholesale to the public. 4x4 starting at just $59.95, so come visit us. Lynn Lyle Chevrolet, I-225 in East Colfax, or on the web at lynnlylechevy.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. If you're just joining us, my name is Scott Watley, along with Kevin Flesh. Just a quick note again about the International Sportsman's Expo. That is coming up January the 15th through the 8th. I'm sorry, January 11th through the 14th. And uh, that will be at the International Sportsman's Expo, January 11th through the 14th. And we will be there, of course, with our booth for Sportsman of Colorado Radio. We'll be doing live shows down there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And... Um, also, uh, we uh, MC the um, Adventure Theater there, and a lot of great seminars going on. And um, just to give you an example, just on Thursday real quick, they're doing one fit for the hunt, better fitness, better hunting. And then at 3.30 on Thursday, uh, Kevin Flesh, which is our 
resident attorney here for us on our Haystack Help Radio Show and as well here on Sportsman Colorado. Kevin's going to be doing a seminar, a primer on gun laws um, here in the state of Colorado. So that is, and these are free seminars that they do there. And again, we're going to be getting some tickets. We'll be giving them away, but we hope you'll come there for that. And then on Thursday, also off-roading adventures in Colorado, secrets of big game hunting with Lisa Thompson, Donnell Johnson, our friends there. And then Jeff Nimnick, Jeff, um, we've done a coyote hunt with Jeff before, and Jeff's doing a uh, coyote hunting master class there on that Thursday. And seminars will be going on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday as well. And so you can check out sportsexpos.com for your tickets. And that's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, January 11th through the 14th. Our guest right now, though, is Mike Jensen. And Mike is the owner and CEO of German Precision Optics. Check out their website, gpo-usa.com. So, Mike, let's talk a little bit about the numbers and all. Because, again, boy, I don't think many of us are getting much help in some of the retail outlets there. Um, You know, you see all the different numbers on the scopes and binoculars. Break that down for us in layman terms. You bet. Uh, let's start with rifle scopes here. Um, there, there's uh, the, the vast majority of rifle scopes that are sold, 99% of them have a zoom factor on them. Uh, so you can take a, a 3 to 9 by 42 rifle scope, for example, which means you know starts at 3 power magnification, and as you rotate the dial in the back, the magnification increases up to nine power. So on a rifle scope, the first two numbers are the magnification range. Okay. The other number that they stick on the back is the size of the objective lens, the front lens in millimeters. So if it's three to nine by 42, that means the front objective lens is 42 millimeters in diameter. Now, the larger you go on an objective lens, um, generally the better that product works in low light condition. And everybody thinks, oh, a big, big front objective lens it gathers more light. People need to understand that optics don't gather light. The best quality optics actually only transmit light. Mm-hmm. So the better the lens is, the better the lens quality. It's not pulling any light in, but it's allowing more light to get through the entire optical system. The more light gets through to your eye, the brighter it appears. So a lot of rifle scopes out there, you know, some of the some of the low end entry ones out there, you know, maybe they're getting seventy or eighty percent of the light through. And then in a low light condition, what happens is your pupil opens up, says, "Feed me more light," but the scope's only transmitting so much of it through to the eye, so the image seems dim. Now, when you get to our rifle scopes, we're using proprietary coatings. We're getting on every surface, and keep in mind there's a lot of surface, and when light goes through a lens, every time a light ray hits a lens, you either transmit it or it bounces off the lens. So this is the transmission factor we're talking about. So on our our rifle scopes, on our premium rifle scopes, we're using a proprietary coating that's transmitting 99.7% of the available light. Very little gets away. And when you multiply that through the entire optical system, we're getting 92, 93% of the total available light through to your eye, which means in low light, you can see what you're shooting at. The image doesn't seem dim. The image doesn't seem unsharp. Mm-hmm. So with, a good, with good coatings, creates a bright image. The larger the objective lens, there's a mathematical formula. I don't want to get too complicated here, but there's a mathematical formula which the larger the lens on the front actually means there's a larger beam of light coming out the back. 
So it's not that it's gathering more light, it's that the larger lens actually pushes a larger beam of light out the back. And in low light, what happens to your pupils? They open up. They right. say, give me more light. So a larger beam of light, feeding it more light, feeding your eye more light, makes the image appear brighter. So the larger the lens generally is for higher magnification scopes. It's generally for lower light condition scopes. Um, but that's what the numbers mean. The first couple numbers are the magnification or magnification range. The last number is always the size of the objective lens in millimeters. And that's the same thing for binoculars. A 10 by 50, it's 10 power. The image is magnified 10 times and it has a 50 millimeter objective lens on the front of it. So many times too, Mike, when, so understanding that and then getting a sense of what you need and the particular purpose that you talked about earlier, that's, that's critical. But also, where do folks, if, if they're interested after they listen to you today, where can, where can folks actually see your products so that they can, they can touch those binoculars and get a sense, you know, bring them up to the eye, whether it works for them and that sort of thing as well? You bet, you bet. And, and uh, you, you hit something on the head, which is pretty important. And having a binocular rifle scope work for you is as unique as climbing in a car and saying, I like the way this feels. Yeah. Um, so one brand might do incredible things for you, and the other brand might be more expensive and fancier, and it's like, I just don't like it. So you're right. Consumers got to get in. They've got to look at it, touch it, feel it, see it, get a grasp of the quality that they have in their hands. Um, I mean, in your local market, we're adding retailers as fast as we can add them. We've got sales guys running around the country presenting and, and st putting dealers in place. There's two in the local area there, the Rocky Mountain Shooter, uh, Rocky Mountain Shooter Supply in Fort Collins. It's a great supporter of GPO. They carry a lot of the different SKUs. They don't carry all the SKUs. No mm -hmm. retailers carry all the SKUs, but they have a good selection of GPO products. Um, and then right there in Denver, uh, the gun room. Um, is also um, a great GPO supporter. They're carrying GPO product. Anybody in the area that really wants to see how good, how far your money can really, really stretch, I mean, they really need to take a look at the GPO line and go visit one of those two retailers. They're, those are great retailing supporters of ours. Okay, great. Well, Mike, hey, man, we appreciate it. Glad we hooked up. We will stay in touch and uh, try to figure out some other ways that, uh, you know, we can help each other because we, we would love to have a, a good company like this we can get behind as well. So I'm going to try to make it over maybe even today. You got me excited about looking through these. <laughs> See if we can find something there. But uh, check it out. It's gpo-usa.com is the website. Now, you're going to be at some shows real quick. I've got about a minute left here. What, what are some of the shows that you'll be visiting around the country? Uh, well, we always have a big exhibition, a big booth at the NRA show, um, but that's a little later in the year. I will be at the Sheep Show up in Reno. Okay. Um, that's, you know, not too far from you. Uh, that International Sportsman's Expo, unfortunately, landed right on the same date time as, yeah. the, as, as the Sheep Show did, so there was a conflict there. Um, and we will have people running around the SHOT Show. So, you know, if they're dealers or people going to visit the SHOT Show, uh, you can look us up there. Um, you know, we're doing a lot of work with the media people there at the SHOT Show. Uh, but consumer shows for people to come check us out in that area. The only one I've got booked for the first quarter this year is going to be the uh, – uh, is going to be the sheep show up in Reno. Okay, good deal. All right, man. Hey, thanks for hanging with us a little extra time there, and we appreciate it, and we'll be in touch. All right. Hey, thank you very much, and uh, let me know if I can help. All right, sir. I want to thank all of our guests today, and most of all, thank you for listening to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, Kevin Seminar.
January 11th through the 14th, ISC. Kevin will be doing that on opening day on the 11th at 3.30, gun primer. I mean, a primer on gun laws. Primer on gun already, laws. I'm already thinking of guns. That's Sorry. right. Uh, primer on gun laws, but that's going to be an excellent deal as well. So, Kevin, thank you very much. You bet. Thanks, Scott. And uh, we will talk to you next week. I hope everyone has a great, safe weekend, and hopefully the Broncos won't get beat too bad. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> Amen, We'll talk brother. to you next Amen. week. <laughs> and opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country Station.